Welcome to the post-game show presented by Rico. I'm Molly Sullivan, joined by former Eagles great Ike Reese. <laughs> Welcome. So the Eagles take away the victory, 24 to 10 over Jacksonville. Of course, Cody Kessler. The Eagles announced that he is in the league's concussion protocol um, after that big hit, two and a half minutes into the game. When we think, Ike, about how quickly things can change in this league, you and I talked off camera, your initial thoughts, we, we hate to see Kess go yeah. down. Yeah, great opportunity for Cody to go out there and show he belongs in this league, uh, have an opportunity to solidify the backup quarterback behind Carson Wentz while Nate Sudfeld heals from his broken wrist. It's unfortunate for Cody because I know he's looking forward to this opportunity tonight to go out there and show what he can do in this offense to get injured early in this game and not be able to finish the game. You sort of feel bad for him, but that's what this game is like. You know, you never know when that opportunity is going to be taken away from you, and that's why coaches are constantly trying to stress to, to players particularly the young players during this time of the year. Um, don't let these opportunities pass you by, right? Because you never know when you're going to get another opportunity. So uh, hopefully Cody clears concussion protocol and he's able to get back on the field uh, as soon as possible uh, because you certainly want to see a young man try to live out his dream. And if, if he is going to be released or not have the opportunity to be the backup guy. You wanted to be because he was out there on the field and couldn't get the job done, not due to injury. Right, and he's the son of a coach. He gets it. He's yeah. been in the gym since he was six months old. Uh, you just you hate to see it. We will hear from head coach Doug Peterson later in the show. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, head down to the comments section. I hate to say that. That's always a dangerous section. Uh, but we've got Melissa Kelly, our producer, monitoring. So fire away if you've got questions for this guy. I, I am just the moderator here. Um, but Ike, you are ready for those questions. I am ready. And you've got three takeaways. I know you've got more than three, but you got to streamline them down. So what's, what's your first takeaway here, Ike? Well, I think coming into this game, we all wanted to see what Miles Sanders was going to do tonight, right? So I thought he in his second game showed flashes and why they drafted him in the second round. You look at Clayton Thorson. We just finished talking about Cody Kessler being knocked out of the game early. Well, this was an opportunity for Clayton Thorson to go out there and show what he can do uh, at this level. And then you talk about Deshaun Hall. I mean, back-to-back -back games where Deshaun has made big plays, getting to the quarterback. I mean, he's making plays that's showing up on film, can't help but notice him, and at a position where we wanted to see someone step up and sort of solidify the backups behind Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett. Deshaun, two weeks in a row, have done a nice job. But when you go back to Miles, right, mm -hmm. everyone's excited to see what Miles Sanders is going to do when he gets an opportunity to touch the football. And if you're watching tonight, in the limited touches, just five carries, 31 yards. You got right. a chance to see exactly why they drafted him, where they did, his ability to make guys miss, his ability to accelerate through the hole when he sees daylight. And then when you get him out in the open space, you know that there's something special when the ball is in his hands. I can't wait till the regular season gets here because I know the coaches, Deuce can't wait to unleash Miles Sanders on his league. He's a good guy to have yeah. in your corner, certainly. Going back to Clayton Thorson, uh, you talk about poise under pressure. Yeah. First quarter, two for 17 for 21 yards. He set the tone. I'm big on body language. It's all those years on the sideline, perhaps. But he looked comfortable out there, right? Yeah. And I tell you, for a rookie to be thrown in when he wasn't, when he wasn't really anticipating it, right? Mm -hmm. Because the coaches tell you to be ready because you never know when your number is going to be called. 
Uh, but I'm pretty sure Clayton, he got his first lesson in being in the NFL, albeit in the preseason, is that things can change in a drop of a hat. And he may have been prepared to go out there the second half of this game to get ready to play. No, your number is called in the first quarter. I believe the second series of the game uh, he was called out there. And I thought he handled it well. I mean, most young players, you may get him going out there and get a bunch of mistakes, turnovers, things of that nature. You may, you had some miscommunication early, but he seemed to settle down and just started playing. I got a chance to watch Clayton when he was at Northwestern. Not many people have seen Northwestern football games, but being a Big Ten guy myself, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched the Big Ten. And so getting a chance to watch him play, you know that he has the ability to be a leader at that position. <laughs> out there. It's just a matter of what's his ceiling and will he be able to capitalize on the window when he's been given his chance. I thought today young man did a nice job going out there considering he was thrown into the fire before he probably was ready to get out there. Yeah, he hits Greg Ward for that 38-yard uh, touchdown, touchdown. Yeah. touchdown. Nice throw. Nice throw. Put the Eagles up 7-0. Uh, what's going through his mind? His first NFL touchdown. We talked about how he was comfortable, but you know, he didn't really have a choice, right? right? You're kind of playing loose, playing free, letting the talent take over. And I think that's what happened for him. Once he got the jitters out, the butter, the butterflies out, he's able to go out there and just play his game. And I think he's going to surprise some people with his athleticism, his ability to extend plays, get outside the pocket. He's not uh, a pure pocket passer. I think in today's game, as a quarterback, you have to have some mobility to be able to extend plays. Clayton's able to do that. Right now, he's probably better off script than he is on script, and that's what's, what it is with a lot of young players. Um, great step in the right direction for him, and he just needs to continue to build off of that. The more confidence, this is the most playing time he's going to get this year, hopefully. Yeah, he won't right. see. Once the regular season starts, he'll be over there holding a clipboard or dressed in a sweatsuit and active on Sundays. So he needs to take advantage of these preseason games, and he probably got more action tonight than he anticipated. By the time the night was over with it and I looked at his numbers, I thought he did a nice job. And going back to Greg Ward, that, yeah. that yards after catch, that turning that into a 38-yard yeah. touchdown, uh, nice block by Josh, Josh Perkins as well. Mm -hmm. um, just in terms of how good hands he's out there, you've seen him in practice, how has he progressed and his game developed? Greg Ward, guy who was in training camp with us last year, managed to stick around. They liked some of the things he brought to the table. He's a very smart football player, played quarterback at the University of Houston, has been able to make the transition to wide receiver. And I think that's an advantage for him because he understands the offense. He understands where the quarterback likes to put the ball. And as a receiver, he's going to be able to go out there and use that to his advantage. Much better athlete than I think a lot of us anticipated. Ability to run after the catch. I like Greg Ward. And that receiver room is loaded with talent. And when you think about the top four guys, when you include J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who also had a couple good catches tonight, he's a second-round pick. He's going to be here. So there are four guys with Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, and Nelson Aguilar, you can almost count as being here. It'll all come down to whether or not the Eagles are going to keep five receivers or six receivers. So you're battling for those one or two spots left in that room. Greg Ward was here last year. He's a special teams player as well. Uh, I know the coaches like him. If he keeps making plays like he did tonight, it's going to be hard to let that player go. Going back to Deshaun Hall, one of your takeaways, there was that sack celebration yeah. at the end of the first <laughs> half. Uh, we were together watching the game, and because of the Jags' hurry-up offense, he had to sprint back to the line of scrimmage. You were shaking your head, so was Jim Schwartz. <laughs> Break it down for us. Young, 
young fella, you got you to understand there's a time and a place for everything. And when the opposing team is in a hurry-up offense right before the half and you know the clock is running, it's great that you get a sack there, but you just got to keep in mind um, where you're at um, in the drive, where you're at heading into halftime, and know that there's no time for celebrating there. I'm pretty sure he'll be reminded of that. Nice job of getting back on size and not costing his team a five-yard penalty, but uh, I'm pretty sure he was reminded to just stay in the game and um, it's a place and time to celebrate, and that wasn't really the time to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least not that extensively. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. You learn now. You yeah. move on. That's right. what uh, champions are made of, they say. Mm -hmm. uh, he also did have a forced fumble early in the second quarter, second street, second Since, week in a, yeah. in a row, easy for me to say, uh, with a forced fumble, but showing some nice moves there as well. I love the fact that, you know, Hall and Sweat, these guys have been around the quarterback the last two weeks. Two young guys, again, that Jim Schwartz um, is counting on to add depth to that defensive line. And both guys have shown flashes, and Deshaun Hall uh, seems to have come up with the big plays, the sacks, the things that you can find in the box, in the box score. They show up there because, what is he, three or four sacks in yeah. two games, two forced fumbles. Um, he's making a, a strong case not to only make this team, but to be a part of the game day rotation where I know this coaching staff is looking for young guys to step up and sort of solidify that. You don't go out and make a trade for the defense end like they right. did in the middle of the week unless you're trying to light a fire under everybody. And it uh, looks like Deshaun Hall and Josh Sweat mm -hmm. have noticed, and they've gone out there and produced. I love what I've seen out of Hall the last two weeks. You know, albeit he's not going, he's not, he's not going up against uh, starting left tackle today, but I thought he did a nice job against Taylor Lewan last week. You know, you get these type of plays in the preseason. Coaches love this production. Yeah. And the limited reps that you're going to be out there, you have to produce. They can trust him, right? Yes. He's, he's proven that they can trust him. Yeah, and, and as a player at this level, it's all about production, yeah. right? First of all, you got to know your assignments, uh, know your responsibilities out there, and then it's about cutting it loose and been producing. And this guy has been able to do that the last two weeks. Uh, you played in 128 consecutive regular season games, which <laughs> is unreal. Uh, take me back to the 98 draft. And what's what's going through their minds in terms of you, you want to be durable, right? Carson mm -hmm. Wentz telling us that it's been seven months since he's had pizza. That's about that? Extremely tough. Tough to a new level. Uh, but seven what's, days for me. Yeah, hey, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but what's going through their minds? They want to be known as durable, right? But you also have to take care of your body, your mm -hmm. mind, whether you're a rookie or a vet. Yeah, I, you know, the thing in this league today is these players are very conscious of their what they put in their body. And they're very health aware. You know, training in the offseason is much different than it was 20 years ago when I first came into the league. These guys put actual money uh, into their offseason and making sure they're eating right, putting the right things in their body, making sure they're watching their weight. Uh, their best way to get in shape is to stay in shape, never get out of shape. And it wasn't necessarily that way for the guys coming into the league 20 years ago. And that's a good thing for the players now. That's a good thing for the players now. And it's great that the, the sooner you learn that, the better off you are. And the fact that Carson is going into his fourth year and he's realized this early in his career, you hope that's something that's going to uh, benefit him moving forward. Yeah, Sharif Miller, mm -hmm. uh, you got to talk about him. He showed some nice QB pressure, nice yeah, spin move there. Yeah, got a sack there. tonight too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sharif Miller, another young guy that 
when you talk about adding depth to that defensive front, I'm not sure how much he's going to be able to contribute and how soon, but they drafted him in the fourth or fifth round for a reason because mm -hmm. he's a productive player up there at Penn State, and it was nice to see him. Local kid, too, right here yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Grew up an Eagles fan, so you want to see him do well out there. The young guys, we got a lot of talent on that um, defensive line yeah. as far as guys being young, and they haven't even, they're just scratching the surface right now. They, they haven't even realized their full potential yet, and that includes Derek Barnett. Yeah, well, you know, you look at Schwartz, he likes that, that four-man rotation at defensive yeah. end. Who gets that fourth spot? I mean, they're all fighting for it. Yeah, I think right now it's still up in the air. You can obviously make a case for Deshaun Hall, the way that he's played in the preseason. And you can't judge everything by the preseason games. Right. You know, these coaches have the benefit. Body of work. We've yeah. heard Schwartz say it all week, body yeah. of work. Coaches yeah. have the benefit of watching these guys in practice, right. watching them in other, you know, controlled situations where they can see them in short yardage, mm -hmm. goal line, you know, third and long, things of that nature. So I would say Hall is right there in the hunt, Josh Sweat mm -hmm. and Sharif Miller. I mean, I think between those three guys, you're going to – it's going to be a tough choice, but that's what coaches want. They want you to make it tough on them. Don't make it easy on them. Make it tough for them to figure out which guys they're going to keep because that means they're choosing between three guys that have the ability to do it. They just need to pick the right one or two for that matter. Yeah. Could hey, be a fair fifth enough. Guy. Fair yeah. enough. I say fourth, but it could be five. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. That's so right. we're going to send it over to Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. How lucky are we that they're, they're always ready? Yeah, they are always ready. <laughs> Gentlemen, take it away with your best highlights of the game. Shotgun, low snap. Back goes Thorson. He pumps. He is going deep, and it is caught down at the 15 to the 10 to the 5 and running in for a touchdown is Greg Ward. Greg Ward made a beautiful move, took the football, went high in the air, took it away, and then cut to his right and ran into the end zone. It is third and ten. Minshew again in the gun, slot to either side. Rawls in the backfield. Minshew straight back hit as he fires, and the ball is loose. Do the Eagles have it? They do. Now, was his arm going forward or was it a fumble? The hit was Deshaun Hall. And the recovery by Nathan Gary, and they're saying a fumble. Gardner Minshew takes the snap. He backpedals. He steps up. He's hit. Eagles have him sacked back near midfield. And that one is Sharif Miller, yep. the Nittany Lion. Yep, Sharif Miller coming off one edge, and you've got Josh Sweat coming off the other edge, and they meet at the quarterback, and they get him to the ground. Minshew takes the snap. Looks being chased, and he's tripped up and sacked back at the 20. Give that one to Deshaun Hall. Deshaun Hall once again getting into that backfield and causing problems. First and goal from the one under center is Thorson. Does he give it to Adams? He does, and Adams leaps and on second effort walks in, standing up. Josh Adams, touchdown. Those big guys in the trenches just do the job of controlling the line of scrimmage and Josh Adams pushing the pile, walking into the end zone. Kick is good by a lot. It was a line drive, good by plenty. Jake seems to be more comfortable with the longer kicks for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm that would have been good from 60 yards. Oh, yeah. I mean, that the was. He can hit it. He can. 
I don't know, Ike. Is this the preseason? It looks like midseason <laughs> form to me. Uh, here we are looking at the stats. What jumps out to you? Well, I love the fact that they were able to run for 139 yards tonight. You know, you had 33 rushes, 139 yards. Um, that's a good sign. We didn't run the ball. We and now we're going to send it out back out to Jacksonville head coach Doug Peterson at the podium. Cody uh, again uh, tomorrow and, and over the weekend, but you know we're going to get through the next few days. We're going to evaluate everything. Um, obviously, uh, really excited for Clayton tonight. Obviously, getting a lot of time, but uh, you know we're just going to evaluate where we are and, and make a decision. Uh, you know as we go. Have you seen enough of Cody to know whether or not you feel comfortable going into the season? With him as a you know, it's still it's still early. Obviously, this is what the preseason's for uh, to give these guys some opportunity. We still got a couple of games left, and and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, do our due diligence to make sure that we we see enough from everybody uh, at every position to uh, uh, make make uh, educated decisions at the end. In Clayton's case, what was different tonight? I just think he uh, um, he just really calmed himself. Uh, learned from last week, which was great to see. Um, steadied himself. You know, it's 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 it's. I know the feeling coming off the bench like that, you know, as a backup guy, and, and uh, he stepped in there and did a great job. Great job leading the team, manage, managing the game, and, and um, you know, made some, uh, made some, some big-time throws, and it was, uh, it was encouraging to see him. Doug, how disheartening is it that you lose two quarterbacks in two games, both in the first half, and, and you know, you're trying to get that work, and, you know, you're keeping Carson out and everything else to prevent things like that? Well, you know, Carson's out of games. He's not out of practice. And, and we're, we're, we're practicing extremely hard with, with our starters right now in practice. So we're getting a lot of good work there. Um, you know, it's, it is kind of unique that, that two quarterbacks that uh, I don't know if I've ever been a part of a – whether I played for the 14 years or coaching now that we've, we've lost two quarterbacks like this in, in, in preseason games. But, you know, the beauty of it is we get, we get them both back and, and uh, we'll evaluate, you know, Cody in, in the morning again. And, um, still got a couple weeks of preseason to, to work out a lot of a lot of details and, and again make make those decisions at the end. What was the plan tonight? If something happened, played. Um, yeah, we uh, we had uh, Greg Ward uh, on standby. Uh, he was he was coached up and ready to go. Doug, does this change anything with your approach now with Carson in the remaining you know let's say the third preseason game, two weeks back and forth? But does it change anything at all? No, um, you know, we're going to get some great work with Baltimore coming into town, you know, this next week. And, um, you know, again, you know, the plan has always been to really push the starters in practice and make sure that they're, they're prepared there. I really feel like practice is where you make it hard and challenging on our guys. And, and Carson and, and the starters on offense have done a great job embracing that. And uh, we got another good opportunity this week. So, um, you know, we just take it day by day. Uh, I, I don't look to next Thursday. I don't even look to the opener. I mean, I'm, I'm looking to – you know, this weekend and, and getting ready for, uh, you know, our practice on Sunday. Clayton played all but the first seven snaps. What did you plan for him to play? They were going to split the game, two quarters apiece. On the play where Cody got hurt, uh, what, was that Andre's responsibility or was that? Yeah, they pressured there. Um, and, and really it's unfortunate. Obviously, uh, you'd like the quarterback to kind of see that and, and, and get to his quick throw, just kind of, you know, held the ball a touch. Um, we'll look at the tape. We'll evaluate it further. But... Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those where, you know, we, we sent the protection one way, they blitzed the other way, and we were, we were needed to get the ball out. However it comes, do you need to start the practice group with three healthy quarterbacks? Um, 
No, because the way things change now, you know, with our schedule change and everything, um, you know, we can we can get by with uh, with the two guys. I mean, it does put a little more load on on both of those guys. But uh, you know, you know, until we can evaluate Cody further, you know, we're not ruling him out. Obviously, until until you know we we evaluate him. I haven't heard. I obviously, I haven't had any updates yet on on him. Okay. Probably hear that in the morning. All right. Thanks. And that was head coach Doug Peterson at the podium. He, of course, told us that until they evaluate Cody Kessler further, there is no change in this quarterback situation. He is confident with the two in place. Uh, he did mention what we predicted. Greg Ward was on standby. Right. He was coached up. He, of course, played college ball along with Braxton Miller. Um, so Greg Ward was on standby. Your thoughts from, from Doug's press conference? Yeah, I mean, right now it's hard for coach to really speak to you know, the extent of Cody's injury because it's still fresh and they certainly want to take their time and reevaluate everything and then make a judgment as for how to handle him moving forward. But I'm not surprised guys like Greg Ward, Braxton Miller, former quarterbacks in college, doesn't take a whole lot to get them on the sideline and basically say, turn around and hand the ball to the running back right. <laughs> so we can right. get out of here. So um, it's one of those unfortunate situations that, I guess you – it's hard to plan for, right? It's hard to plan for when you're in a preseason. You know these things can happen. Um, but I thought Doug um, handled tonight the best you know, best he could. Yeah, I, I thought he gave his players an opportunity to still go out there and be evaluated, right? right? Because when you get a young guy like Cody – I mean, not, not Cody, um, like Thorson out there and – you don't you don't know if, how much of the playbook he he understands or knows. Now you're at risk of the players around him and their performance being hindered, because he's a younger player and these guys are relying on him to give them an opportunity to make this team. And a coach can sometimes take that and uh, water down the offense and call all basic plays like handing the ball off. And then you got receivers out there who don't necessarily get to take advantage of being out there on the field. So I love the fact that Doug, we know Coach Peterson, no matter who's out there at that quarterback position, once he's in that game, he's calling the game. He's in the flow of calling the game. And you had better be mentally prepared from I've studied in the, in the film room for everything that he's going to call that night. Mm -hmm. And I love that about Doug. He puts that pressure on his quarterbacks to know the entire game plan. And it looks like Cody Thorson did a great job of doing that tonight. Yeah, and, and with that said, Clayton Thorson, I keep calling well, him hey, Cody. it's good balance. It's good balance, you know. What can we say? We know Clayton. we know what he's, he's talking about. Uh, we are now going to transition to the unsung heroes. Mm -hmm. And case in point, a man that made quick decisions, put the ball where he needed to be. So take My it away man, from Clayton Gary. Your yes. man, your man, take him. it away. <laughs> I got him, Clayton Thorson. I thought he did a great job. Seriously, I, to have Cody Kessler go down as early as he did, Clayton Thorson being a rookie and being thrust into this situation, he could have very easily crumbled there. He could have very easily had a meltdown. He could have had all sorts of false starts, uh, 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 misaligned formations on offense. I've seen this type of stuff happen to young quarterbacks when they get thrown into the fire when they're not prepared. And I thought he was he he, he settled himself down and started running the offense 16 to 26. I think that's that's a very good percentage there for a young quarterback, 170, 180 yards, able to hit Greg Ward 
for a touchdown. Had the one interception out there, but for the most part, um, I thought he I thought he conducted himself very well for a fifth round draft pick. Really getting his first extensive action. Yeah, and with that said, uh, the rookie, which is me, the rookie in the vet, see what I did there. Uh, Miles Sanders was my unsung hero. Got the start at running back. He really brought the juice. First play of the game, uh, 12 yard rushes. We saw him bounce it to the outside. The kid can play. Don't tell me that that Big Ten background doesn't help him in the spotlight. You got 107,000 at Beaver Stadium. You got the big house, yeah. Sparty on line one. Yeah. Uh, but, but just having that background had to prepare him for this moment because he really shined when he needed to. Yeah, I, I love his demeanor. He, he just wants more. You could tell last week he was chomping at the bit. He got a little taste, three carries. He only had three yards last week. He wanted to touch the ball a little bit more. Got a chance to do that tonight. Five touches, 31 yards. This kid, when he, when he finally... When the game slows down for him, right. and he's able to just allow his That's his raw natural happens, ability yeah. to take over, um, I really do believe he's the best back. He has the potential to be the best back we've had here since Shady left. Oh, I mean, okay. I, I really all do. Right. Shady is arguably one of the best back this played. He's an all-time leading rusher for, in franchise history. We just haven't had that that game breaker, explosive player. We, we we've been able to do it by committee. Don't get me wrong. We've had some good backs here by committee, but to have a feature back, he won't be that this year. But when this guy reaches his potential, that's what he is. He has that ability to be an every down back, first, second, and third. Exciting stuff. Yeah. We should note Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, first uh, half combined for nine carries for 41 yards in that alone. So yeah. they really set the tone here. And after this quick timeout, we've got more. You've got questions. We've got answers. We're going to have uh, our biggest play of the game and everything else you can think of. We'll see you after this break. Hoagie Fest is here with all hoagies at Hoagielicious prices. That's $3 juniors, $4 shorties, and $5 classics. It's hoagie season. prosper most when we help others. We respect that because at Santander Bank, respect adds up. Welcome back to the post-game show presented by Rico, Molly Sullivan, alongside the 
Ike Reese. Uh, we are going to transition into the play. Well, we can't even use the anymore. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, boy. Okay, to be continued. Uh, listen, play of the game. Mm-hmm. We both had the same play, so really spicing it up here. Uh, break it all down for us. Yeah, we're talking about Clayton Thorson's touchdown pass to uh, Greg Ward. I mean, and what a play it was for the young fella, able to get the ball out there to Greg Ward. Greg Ward's been making plays yeah. out in practice and training camp all summer long. You've been able to hear the buzz about Greg Ward in his second year, really a versatile player, mm-hmm. able to get in the end zone for Clayton Thorson. I wonder, did Clayton keep the ball? Did he keep that pass, that, that touchdown? Well, let's hope so. Yeah, yeah that's a welcome first, to, yeah. It, it counts. Welcome yeah, to the NFL. Even though it's the preseason, it yeah. still counts as his first touchdown pass in the NFL. Uh, nice job there by the uh, by Clayton Thorson and Greg Ward getting that ball in the end zone. I agree. I agree. Uh, the Eagles insider, the Eagles insider. Everybody is the around here. We've got a good crew. Uh, Charles Johnson, of course, got the start at wide receiver, but we did see Matt Collins, fellow Tar Heel, uh, get some game action, which we love to see because he's yeah. often the first guy on the field, last one to leave. He's really persevered through some injuries. So uh, Dave Spadaro went one-on-one with Matt Collins. Take it away, Dave. Matt Collins being back on the field tonight, what did it mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. It's a long journey. Obviously, it's been a little while since I've been back out here. Uh, but it was awesome to be out with my teammates, running around, feeling good. Didn't look like there was any rush. You went right down there and made a bunch of plays on special teams. Yeah, you, there can't be a drop-off. That's that's the, that's the part of this business, you know. I, I, I had a year off, but I can't, I can't make excuses for not making plays. i got to be right back like everybody else. And you're feeling good? Yeah, I feel great. Matt Collins, thanks so much. Appreciate it. And Mac rocking the new number, which I love to see. He, he said, listen. You know, I can step away. I got the Super Bowl with it. I'm going to go make some new memories. We love to see him out here. More from Matt Collins. Uh, Quick timeout. All right. We'll see you on the other side of this break. Postgame show presented by Rico. Come see what's happening at your local Acme. Better sale prices, superior service, and great quality products. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher, like fresher meat and seafood and fresher produce, including organic. And our butchers cut our USDA choice Lancaster beef in store every day. So stop in, shop, and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Shop on game day and save 5% at Acme when wearing your Eagles apparel. prosper most when we help others. We respect that because at Santander Bank, respect adds up. Welcome back to the Post Game Show presented by Rico. Thanks for hanging with us as we take a look now at the remaining preseason schedule. We've got your former coach coming to town next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, excited about that joint practices. So I'll get a chance to see my old coach, John Harbaugh, uh, come up here and uh, should be some good work uh, for the uh, for the squads. The joint practices are really starting to be a big a big thing in, in the NFL. Yeah, and you know, the broad stroke here, your birthday week, 
Eagles at Dallas, mm -hmm. October 20th. So put that on the radar, too. I that's know we're talking yes. preseason, but just get on that on the radar. And then the, 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 the final one against the uh, Jets, that's the annual final preseason game. Yes. Yes, it <laughs> the is. The fourth preseason game against the Jets. Yes, That'll yes. But, but next week will be the, the final real dress rehearsal. Right. For a lot of the guys, and it'll be interesting to see what coach does next week. I don't know if he's going to play anybody as far as the starters, because like I said, these guys, uh, Baltimore will be up here for the joint practice, and um, they're starting to get a lot more work done in the practices as opposed to being out there on the field. So it'll be interesting to see what coach does. Yeah, so Baltimore here at the Novacare Complex Monday and Tuesday. We, of course, will bring you everything. However, they also do practice on Sunday. So Eagles 360 oh, is right. back. I'll yeah. be hosting that daily show. So we have you covered. Thanks so much for hanging with us tonight. Uh, the Eagles walk away with a win on preseason game two. Of course, we hope for the best with Cody Kessler. We will keep you posted here at PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Ike Reese, Molly That's Sullivan, it. our amazing team. Peter Kelly's birthday. How about that? Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Peter. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time.